time to go yard with Mama Mac, helping you to hit a home run in life when you feel like striking out. Right, here we are, and we are so glad to be right here in this studio tonight. Welcome, audience. This is Go Yard, and we have fun on this show because we have practical uh, practical counseling, I guess it yes, is. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a life coaching show, really. In our fourth year, I am Mama Mac, and right here beside me is the famous Dr. Angel Falzone, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. And, you know, Pete usually gives you a round of applause. Ah, <laughs> there, there you go. Or is that your whole adoring public out there? With all your expertise, we all love to hear from you, Dr. Angel, every single week. And it is a joy to do this show, and it is fun. And so for all of you out there... You know, get ready, because this is going to be good. What we've been talking about here in the last five minutes or ten minutes, (laughs) it's really kind of a wing-it show again. But uh, last week we did, are you overly extended, question mark. And so we felt like we just couldn't leave it right there, that we needed to give some advice on what to do when you do feel overly extended and you never feel that way do you dr angel never 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 never. what's wrong with you that you never never feel overly extended pete does however pete feels (laughs) overly extended once in a while don't you pete once in a while yeah not all the time but sometimes you know you overextend yourself that's all right it's all right isn't it yeah all about the purpose or or about the uh, journey of where you're going well that's exactly right we're gonna give some good pointers tonight sounds good all right all right so for those that did not hear last week's show, we invite you to go to TantalkNetwork.com, go to podcasts, hit that tab, go down to Go Yard, and that will show you, bring it up, and some recent shows, and our website, GoYard2014.org, org, org. There's an awful lot of shows right there on our website with titles. And I know we mentioned this a lot, Dr. Angel, but we do hear from people who say, hey, I remember that series you did on this or the series you did on that. And just give them a few examples of what kind of series we might have on our website, 20, goyard2014.org. Oh, we have shows from parenting, parenting difficult kids, relationships, fighting fair, domestic violence, substance abuse, codependency. I mean, there is four years almost worth of really great topics. And a lot of our shows are series, and they don't turn out, or they don't start out that way. They turn out that way, right? And so that's kind of what happened with this. We had this idea that we wanted to talk about being overly extended in life, which a lot of us find ourselves at various points in our lives and so last week it just kind of we felt like we just couldn't leave it right there right well you know and that happens a lot because we're not just scratching a surface of a topic we're really going deep and and looking at that well that's our goal right yes especially with your counseling technique and me as a pastor for many many years counseling and so forth uh, we really want to get at the nitty-gritty of what some of the reasons are for some of the problems we have but especially we like to offer solutions that's what we're that's the go yard life do you want to explain that and what that means if they didn't hear our intro as to what it means (laughs) the go yard life is you know hitting it's a baseball term for hitting the home runs in life and you know go yard life is you know living life and living it well living it well you know and it wouldn't be a go yard life to sit and open all the problems or struggles we might have without giving us practical things that we can do on our own and, uh, yes. you know, to do, you know, to help live that better life. For and ourselves. that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Practical living. So we invite you to stay tuned. We also invite you to call in if you'd like Pete sitting in there looking so dapper and he'd love to answer the phone mm-hmm. and pass you on to us with questions, comments or anything else. And isn't that true, Pete? Absolutely. 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340. If you're listening online, TantalkNetwork.com, Tantalk1340.com. And of course, if you got one of those handy-dandy smartphones, make sure you download the TuneIn Radio Applic with the Tantalk Radio Network to hear this show, along with all the fine shows on this radio station. Back and to you. that was excellent. And that, that was, was not good. a canned thing. He just did that live, and he can do I'm that. I'm really impressed. Uh, yeah. Thank you. It's all hitting that little brain up there. All right. So, Dr. Angel, let's define being overly extended. What does it mean? So, being overly extended means to reach or expand beyond a safe or reasonable point. 
To, oh, to expand beyond something that's safe. Safe or reasonable. Ah. Overly extended. And look, think about it like a balloon. Okay. You know, there is a capacity, you know, a balloon when we blow them up can have. And what happens when we reach capacity on a balloon? Right. It it pops. It blows. Right. right? It sure. It shatters. You know, we're kind of like that. We have a limited capacity of what the pressures that we can withstand. Right. Um, and instead of exploding all over like a balloon, we start having our health fail and other things. But our body is letting us know it's it's done. I don't cook with a pressure cooker, but my mother used to. And I remember growing up that it had a little valve on it that mm-hmm. some of the pressure would go out through that steam would go flying and was a good way to cook. And I was thinking when you said that, my little twins, my granddaughters, uh, last week in their, in the pool, they had the little water wings on, even though they're learning to swim and they're doing really good. But that was just like a safety measure in case they did something stupid like they would. And they <laughs> did like jump in the water and get scared coming up. So they had those water wings, a little safety. And, and we need a little safety valve sometimes, don't we? We do. We need to relieve that pressure. Yes. Um, yes. Because we can only take so much. Right. Yeah. And and a lot of times we think we can take more than we actually can, right? Or we really push our limits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, sometimes we don't realize we've done that until it's too late. Right. And we're really experiencing a lot of complications from it. And so I don't want our audience to be at that point. I want them, you know, like, let's get proactive. Right. Let's talk about this overly extended. And, you know, when I'm talking about overextension, I am talking to that goal setter. I am talking to those people who are highly motivated and successful because they're the most vulnerable for this. Right. You know, they're the kind of people that are just go, go, go. Are you talking to you and I'm me? I'm talking to you and me. Oh, you're talking to you and me. Okay. But it's true. Sure, we do have a lot on our plates, and we can get to that point where we feel overly extended, and it happens from time to time for both of us. Absolutely. You know, they say, if you want to get something done, ask a person who gets things done to do it. They'll do it. You know, a busy person does it for you. And that's true, but us busy people take on too much very easily. Very easily. So we have to learn to put some checkpoints in there, some things that we can do, and that's what this show is all about. This is about... Not just our emotional stuff, but mental things, physical things. Sometimes we overextend physically. We're just worn out physically, you Mm -hmm. know? But a lot of times it's emotional or it might be mental. Um, And, you know, in all this, as we've been talking, it's so important that we adjust our priorities, right? Oh, yes. Priorities are huge. Priorities are huge, and the really cool thing with a priority is it's something I can completely control. You know, there's not much we can have control over in our lives, you know, when it comes really down to it. But priorities are one of those things I do control what I put and which place in my life it gets. That's exactly right. And so often uh, we let the loudest voice be what we respond to or the the most pressing need right that moment from someone or whatever right Mm -hmm. and it's so important that we we take time for ourselves that's what this show is about learning to take time for yourself and make sure that you're healthy and not just physically but let's start with physically well absolutely you know our bodies are you know all interconnected and we are you know our physical health we're our emotional health we are you know all of our health systems in our body work together and if any one system has an issue it affects every system it does so it's so interconnected and it's amazing and vulnerable and I, I think we think we have more strength sometimes than we do and so physically when we sit and live overextended and live in chronic stress because that's what overextension causes right we're always you know pushing those deadlines and using every last second to the best advantage. You really are using talking to you, aren't I you? Am. I am. I am. <laughs> I hope you listen to you tonight. Yeah, I am learning to listen to this. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, some of those physical things that happen to us, so like our immune functioning goes right. down. Yeah. So we get sick more we often. Get sick more often. Um, we more vulnerable to colds, aren't we? Colds, when- all kinds of colds. I'm just getting over a cold. Um, that happened to be a little teeny cold for my son that blew up for me because I hit my immune system harder. Um, cardiovascular disease, so, you know, heart attacks, strokes, you know, those are pretty big things to have happen. Um and we're seeing that happen. We've lost, you know, two caregivers who were caring for little children. That's what you said yeah. last week. Some of your foster parents or yeah. grandparents or whatever. Well, they're not our foster parents. But, yes, there was two caregivers. And, yeah, they had 
sudden and young had sudden heart attacks and, and died from and it. Died. You know? Oh, and, man. Yeah. There, you know, it's that chronic stress, you know, on our systems. Um, our central nervous system it happens to get hit with that. So we will get insomnia when we have chronic stress. So we're not sleeping, which means we're tired. And then we're, you know, so it all keeps circling back does, around. A muscle does. and joint pain. How many people, I mean, if I went and did a survey of a crowd, most people experience muscle and joint pain these days. And you're seeing it in Are younger people. Are you saying that that's people. related to stress? Yes, it is. Research says? Yes. Oh, research really? says. The Mayo Clinic research says. Absolutely. Really? And I'm hearing people as young as 25 and 26 years old talking about so, that muscle and joint pain these oh, days. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and high we used blood to think pressure. it was for older people. Yes, we did. Um, high blood pressure, anxiety and depression right. um, come from that chronic stress. Obesity can come yeah. from that chronic stress. So there is a lot. And all those come with diabetes and all kinds of other sure. side health issues. So. So it's a matter of learning, isn't it? It's a matter of assessment, personal assessment. And hearing maybe a show like this and saying, okay, I need to take notes or I need to go back and take a look at certain areas in my life where I can improve and not be so stressed. Yes. And what can I do? What? How can I protect myself from this? Like right. nobody is going to wake up to, today and say, well, I think I'm just going to keep so stressed until this one of these bad things happen to me. We don't want that to happen, right? Right. So we need to protect ourselves. And there are preventative things we can do right now, right here today yeah. to help us exactly protect ourselves from ourselves. And And the person who says, okay, I know all that. But you don't know how busy I am. You don't know how many obligations I have. What do you say to that person? I tell them you can't afford to not take a look at this and do something about it. Because what happens when you don't is you might be that person that your body's done and it blew that that balloon popped. And maybe you had the massive stroke or heart attack and it's over. Or maybe you are just catching, you know, really bad chronic diseases. Some cancers are linked to this. Like they are. this list could be all exhaust is huge. Yeah. Um, and if you don't trust me, go to the Mayo Clinic and just put in chronic stress. You will see all the all physical the stuff that, that is connected to that. And chronic so basically stress. what we're saying is these, this causes you to really react when you're not taking care of yourself and you're feeling overextended and you just keep pushing the envelope all the time. Your body will let you know. It lets you know eventually, right? And then it may not be a convenient time for you and you can't do anything about it. Right. You know, one of the things that we talked about, you and I, right before the show, was it's important to play. Yes. It is important to play. It's important to to play. play. You want to define play? What is that? And some people go, what do you mean? I'm not a kid. I don't play. But you need to learn to play no matter how old you are, correct? Yes. Play is not just for children. And play is just that time that you're doing something out of your norm that's kind of fun. And it's funny that you talk about it because I was watching a video on Facebook with Amy Grant. And she's going through her little house on this, like, thing that you sit on and move the handlebars. And it, like, rides around the house watching her play. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of cool watching, you know, a grown adult having some fun playing on probably her grandchild's toy. But we need to do more of that. Yes, yes. And it can take so many different forms. Yes. I mean, you may say, well, I'm housebound. I'm, I'm physically ill. How can I play? You know? Well, and you can. It doesn't have to be a physical thing. I keep um, a sandbox in my office, and I can't tell you it's for you adults. You have a it's sandbox not- yes. in your office? I do. This is news to me, Pete. I have never heard in all of four years working with this woman. She has a sandbox? In her office. Really? What do you do in the sandbox? I do. I play. You play she in the plays. sandbox? Yeah. I do mean, you build castles and I stuff? I do. And wow. I have little shapes and can make things in it. No wonder she's so calm. This is it. She plays in a sandbox. <laughs> plays in the sandbox. You don't have any cats in there, right? No, is that, no, that, no. That's, that's, called, that's called a litter box. <laughs> Look out. Now we know, Pete, what the, the success behind Dr. Angel. There you go. Exactly. Good <laughs> stuff. office sandbox. I do, okay. and I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Your, your adoring public loves that I idea. hear you. And the number of adults that come and sit in my office and love to just play, play and fiddle the in sand. that sandbox while they're going over something with me. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to visit your office soon. I want to see your sandbox. <laughs> you can play in my sandbox. <laughs> but, but play can be somebody who um, sits in a beautiful outdoor park and plays checkers with yes. somebody. Or plays a game of chess. Or, yes. Or... Or something more physical, like ride a bike. It can be as physical as riding a bike. It or can be rollerblading, like roll- you do. I used to rollerblade all the time, yeah. Right. Um, that's play. Yeah. You know, and that's exercise, too. So sometimes our play can be exercise. Sometimes it's just, it's that downtime with, like, just to let your mind let it go. Right. Clear itself. Renew right. itself. Playing a board game. Playing cards. You know, you don't have to be super physical to benefit from this. Coloring books, they've become such a big deal now for adults because we realize the benefit of coloring books. I have heard that, but seriously? Yeah, it really, it's a whole thing. And it's the research is really good about adult coloring books. <laughs> They're very, it's play. Okay. It's a, it's a time to let that brain kind of come down and just enjoy something and creativity and it's a creative thing so creativity uses a different part of our brain so it's really good to do creative little projects that i really are mean coloring books yes all right audience that's that's the advice here tonight (laughs) from the famous dr falzone all right so playing taking time to do something you enjoy right yes take that downtime. yeah and it doesn't have to be lots of it. It's, we're looking for quality, not mm-hmm. quantity on this. So, you know, a couple Uno game, you know, an Uno game yeah, can really right. just it's make fun. you feel so much better. And it, maybe 15, 20 minutes is invested. It's fun with two little four-year-old twins. That's what it's fun <laughs> with. But you know what else is is just like here in Florida, we live, I live very close to the Dunedin Causeway. You live huh, two blocks from the beach and so that to me is one of my biggest refreshers and i have my grandson levi and his girlfriend down here right now and so yesterday and today were this morning were some kayaking times for them but i got to be out there by the beach and enjoy it and Mm. that rejuvenates me it really really refreshes me maybe not rejuvenate but refreshes me it is, yes, and any of those nature kind of things yeah. can be so refreshing, and it's amazing the effects it can have, and we don't even realize that other people can see it. I remember I could was going through a time I was, like, super, super stressed, and I would just get in my convertible and drive over the Skyway Bridge, and I'd come back to the office, and everyone just was like, you look like a new person. Just that, that. Uh, my Mini Cooper does that for me. I mean, I have the top down a lot, and it, it it does that for me. In an evening when it's not so hot and it's just relaxing, driving down, oh, it's amazing. So whatever it is for you, dear audience, get something, do it, develop it, and, you know, uh, don't try to fix everything for other people, too, right? That this is, is another big. point. That is another point, and a lot of our overachievers fall into this Mr. and Mrs. Fix-It role. So when somebody comes out with you with a problem, okay, we're so used to, we're successful because we resolve problems quickly, find solutions, and we can move on. But that's not our job for everybody. We are not everyone's fix-it solution finder. Now you're talking to me. Yeah, because I'm talking to me too. Yeah, because for years I have kind of been in that role as a pastor, etc., and um just kind of that's the role I was in yeah let me hear what's going on and let me talk to you and whatever and 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 I think in the last year or two maybe two or three years I've really begun to change that and not even want to hear that stuff as much do you know what I'm saying oh I hear what you're saying yes and I've learned to listen not that I don't want to help people but right but I've learned that that's not helping me in my daily life we have limits of what we can right that's what I'm trying to say that and sounds kind of crass, though, doesn't it? No, it doesn't, because we do have limits. And when you hear a lot of emotional right. issues and problems, you. it really does impact us. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, secondary stress and trauma is a real thing that happens, especially to people in our positions of you know, helping people. Um, so I've learned that I can listen to someone's stress without having to fix their stress, which is been a challenge for me i like that as that overachiever i'm always looking for that solution to an issue to keep going i've just learned the art of being right there Mm -hmm. and supporting you by hearing you but letting them kind of figure it out for themselves Mm -hmm. that works with especially with grief with people Mm -hmm. who've lost someone uh there's been so many times in my years as a pastor that 
people come to me and they say, I don't know what to say to her. She just lost her husband or she just lost her child. Just be there with her. Being is so You know, important. just be there with her or him or whatever. And, and if they want to talk, they'll talk. And if not, your, your being there, it makes all the difference in the world, don't you think? Um, yes, I'm absolutely in agreement with you on that. And if you think about it, you can't fix that if they lost a child no, you or can't. a husband you can't or whatever. It. There is no. no fixing that. There is no words of magic that's going to make that no. stop hurting. No. So just being, just sometimes right. sitting there and quiet. And people get very uncomfortable with quiet and silence. Let's talk about quiet before we go to break here in a couple minutes. We've got a couple minutes. Let's talk about quietness. Yeah, they really do. Why is quietness, okay, I'm just going to quote you a Bible verse. It just now came to me, and <laughs> okay. I love this Bible verse. And it says, in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Mm-hmm. I love that Bible verse and it just came to me in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Why is that true? Well, you and know, do you believe it's true? Oh, I do believe it's true. And quietness and silence are very powerful tools. Um, and a lot of people just can't take those moments. You know, 30 seconds of silence can feel like five minutes to some people. Right. And they feel like they have to fill the time. So they just keep keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> um, a lot of times I'll just get quiet with the kids and they'll give themselves up of whatever trouble they got into because quietness is very powerful. It is. You know, and I they'll go, tell you, they'll let's st- talk. And then I get real quiet and then they just start singing like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's good it's a that's good, good parenting technique but it is and it's okay to be quiet we don't have to fill every second right. with words there's a lot of pressure in that quietness is wonderful i think there's rest in quiet there is you know and peace yeah and you know it really lets someone know you're there with me mm-hmm. if you can sit in that silence with someone yeah that's pretty powerful yeah Really true. Really true. Very, very important. All right. We got so much more to talk about today on this show. And it is, we're talking about what do you do uh, when you find yourself overly extended? Self-care. Come right back. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. that always gonna be another mountain i'm gonna want to make move right always always we will always have more to do and put on our plate than we can get done right that's how easy it is to get overextended exactly and that's our topic tonight on go yard and i'm mama mac and this is dr angel and we are talking about how to take care of yourself when you do feel overextended we invite you because we still have about 25 minutes of the show left we invite you to call in or send a text text is straight to my phone right here 727 888-4171 727-888-4171 with your questions or comments or call in 727-441-3000 so dr angel as we talk about this um, I think a lot of people, when they are overextended, don't know where to go and what to do to get help. They don't. They I, really I mean, they're don't. just like overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. like a lot of times they'll resort to 
bouts of feeling sorry for themselves, maybe over extensive, you know, over the extensive use of alcohol or yes, something, something to that help them will cope. help them cope. Um, or they just retreat and get depressed mm-hmm. and don't talk and things like that. Yes, they do. And, you know, I think a lot of times people are overextended and they're not even aware right. that that's where they're at. Um, it's they don't funny. even know what's it's, bothering them, right? It is so easy, especially, you know, working in the helping profession. I work with lots of people who don't take their vacation time. And they want to be paid like, for it instead? No, we don't get paid out for it. So you don't use it, you lose it at our company. Okay. And they don't use it because they don't believe they can afford to miss a day of work because the job is so important. The job is important and that you all do. the job is important, but so is, you know, taking care of you. Yeah. And I constantly have to go around saying, you know, you can't give what you don't have. You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. You know, and my goal with some of my staff is to make them use their time. Right. You know, because it's hard. They don't realize they're overly extended. And then they might take one or two days off and come back and like, oh, my gosh, I did all I did was sleep. I didn't realize I was so tired or I didn't realize, you know, I felt that. that way so it's very important for our audience to learn that if you're feeling overextended take a break from what it is that yes your 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 huge agenda yes take a break you know use the your vacation time please don't you know buy it out or whatever that is it's there for you to have time off right take that time off right and really just have nothing planned you know a lot of times people take their vacation they go on these really active wild adventure vacations which are great but they're you know overly extending on vacation you know trying to use every second of every minute to do something fun and wild and they get tired from that well how often have we heard the term weekend warrior yes you want to explain what that term means because it applies here it does you know people who take their two days off their weekend to recover instead of recovering they're taking on a massive project around the house or you know something that takes a lot of energy and effort and sustained attention and working on that and then they're gonna go work all week again and so they've never let their body recycle down so you're saying it's good for the body to just rest to to not have to think about something not have to figure out a solution to something Absolutely. So let's put it in like kind of a term that a lot of people can relate to computers. A lot of people have, we all have computers, um, and the habit is to leave it plugged in and on all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people are just leaving their computers on 24 7, and then all of a sudden the computer crashes, and they're Mm -hmm. like, what happened? Because they weren't made to do that. They needed to be unplugged and powered down. So that they can, you know, do what they need to do and rest and let that machinery, you know, take a break. Yeah, it's a good reminder. I need to do that because I I tend to leave mine on for a couple weeks at a time, Mm -hmm. really. And then I think, oh, I haven't powered down or, you know, let it rest overnight or a week or something. And and we are like that computer. Mm -hmm. We need to power it down. Right. That's a good point. And give it a chance to, you know, cool down. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's one of the ways we can really take care of ourselves when we find that we are overextended right absolutely just taking a couple days and just and not making plans for those days just what where you are in the moment if it's something fun or maybe you need to catch up on some rest maybe you know you haven't had coffee with a good friend or your spouse or right you know do those things let's talk about those relationships in our lives our kids or our grandkids or Good friends or or spouse. I mean, how important is it to have quality time? And that's vital. It's vital. You cannot afford not to have that. Our, you know, those people we connect with, you know, that's where our strength comes from. Okay. And so when we're not including in relationship with God, yes, and that's our strength. Our connections are where you know our resilience can come from. Our strength can come from, and it rebuilds us and emotionally especially but physically as well and so we need those quality moments of those conversations of those you know taking going and getting a cup of coffee or you know sometimes I have a friend we meet for sunset on the beach and get a McDonald's iced tea like just it doesn't have to be a lot it just needs to be quality and we need those moments well how do you define quality 
So quality means I'm with you and you're with me. So okay. cell so, phone's down. Right. I'm not yes. thinking about yes. work. I'm not checking my email. I'm mm-hmm. with you in this moment. Mm-hmm. And just sitting in that moment for, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes can Makes really be amazing. all the difference in mm-hmm. the world, don't you think? Yes, it does. Uh, because so many people, even though they are on a date or whatever, they aren't really, they're not with it. Hang on, we got something We got Nan on the line. All right. All right. We always like to hear from you, Nan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you ladies doing tonight? We're good. We're good. We're having fun talking about this topic. Yep. I hear. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Um, What I wanted to share is, you know, about being overextended. I can't remember a time when at a former church of mine, I can remember her name. I can remember where we were standing. My pastor's wife looked at me and said, you need to learn to say no. I'm like, yeah, because I would do everything. Well, if they needed something, I'd fill in. I had right. my own responsibilities at the church. I would do, you know what, because I thought that's what I was supposed to do, was to fill in and step up to the plate, which you do need to do that in certain situations. But I was doing it all the time. She said, you need to learn to say no. And uh, so I did finally learn to say no, you know. And you were talking about taking time out just to wind down for yourself. You know, I've been on vacation this week. And uh, I have some plans that I've done. I have uh, dinner with, with a real special friend tomorrow night and you know, different things I've scheduled. But I've also taken some time just to rest. Good idea. Go ahead and that address is. that. You know, it's funny that you talked about learning to say no because that's we one of the... We were going to talk about that. <laughs> you must be reading my notes. Um, no. That was where we were going next, practicing saying no. And it's so common for women. We're trainers. Society mm-hmm. trains us to, like, fill in those gaps if someone needs help. Do it, you know, like for women, especially, we're just trained to be the fixers and to keep doing, doing, doing and serving and, you know, helping everyone. And we can't. Our bodies just can't do that. And we do need to practice saying no. Well, let me be an antagonist here. So what happens when you say no and someone like you later found out you hurt their feelings? They don't, you know, they are pulling away from you. They're upset with you or they tell other people in my time of need, she was not there. I've had that happen. Oh, goodness. You know, and things like that do happen. But at the bottom of the day, you have to protect you. That's exactly and, right. you know, we can't do everything. And yeah. so we have limits, too. And we need to, you know, acknowledge that and practice that. So, Nan, um, did you learn from that what that pastor's wife said to you? I did, but it took me a while. It was not like an overnight thing. Oh, I can say no. <laughs> you know, it was it was kind of a weaning, a weaning process off of saying yes all the time mm-hmm. and be able to say no once in a while and it was it was a process it didn't occur automatically overnight well but it did occur but don't you think now that a lot of times when we're in that kind of situation you're talking about there is some self-gratification but also people notice those who are always there to pick up the slack and and say yes and you know do you know what i'm saying and so a lot of times we can't say no because you know, we'll lose those benefits of people saying, oh, just ask her. She'll help you, you know, type thing, you know. Uh, that's true. I'm, I'm, that's a very good point, Pastor. I mean, Mama Max. Um, <laughs> whatever <sorry>. my <laughs> name is tonight. Whatever whatever your name is tonight. Uh, yeah. Hey, you. We'll call you Hey, you. All right. But uh, that is a good point, you know, because, you, like, I derive pleasure from helping people. Exactly. I really do. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it brings me pleasure. So if there's someone that I wasn't able to, necessarily help you know and if they kind of turn on you and say you weren't there for me you know right that's what i mean but i i need i needed to limit myself i love you very much whoever it is i love you very much i care about you at that point in time i had so much going on and that so much going on could have been helping other people too but i had so much going on in my life that i was not able to do that i'm sorry if that offended you it was not meant to be that at all i was just having to take care of business at the end of the day and that, you know, that's that's a great way of handling it. And you are right. Sometimes we volunteer for our saying yes to everything because it gives us this feeling of self-importance. Right. You know, and that self-esteem comes from that. And if that's what we're doing, we need to be careful because mm-hmm. our self-esteem shouldn't be coming from that. That's exactly so, Absolutely. Well, you've brought some really great points. Thank Nan. you, Nan. Appreciate you calling in. You're welcome, ladies. Y'all take care, okay? All right. You too. That was a good point that she brought up. It was, and it was a great segue, and and that's why I said practice saying no, because it's not going to come overnight. No. You know, it's something we develop, and we practice, and right. we, 
use it. And we have to say no without feeling guilty. Right. And that, that takes some time to realize, you know what, I need to be a priority for me. Well, especially with our children, grandchildren, and those, you know, spouse, whatever, it's hard to say, no, I just can't do that, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason. Well, and, you know, growing up having three boys, you know, and boys do sports, I learned very quickly on I had to set limits, or there was no way I was going to be able to go to three baseball games on the same night on three different teams it just couldn't happen right and so I decided at that moment when I had that first instance of everyone having a game at a different field at the same time and I couldn't be split in three um, that I had to put some limits on sports and so I did I told every kid you can play one sport a year with three kids that's three sports and so that helped me as a parent to not feel like I'm running all over creation but I also right. taught my kids you know well to pick their favorite sport you know and you know that we can't just always be busy well we can't always be everything for everybody no. which is a lesson I've been learning for the last um <laughs> da, 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 a few years uh 40 something whatever yeah. however old I am now but I've been learning that lesson and and I think as a mother and a grandmother, you do, you do want to do that. You, 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 it's kind of instinctual. You just want to be there and say, yeah, I did that for my kid and that for my kid. And I think the bottom line, you and I talked about this before the show. The most important thing is, are we making memories, right? You had a quote. Yes, I do. Tell them that quote that you found. That was really good. You can always make money. You cannot always make memories. Okay. That, that, say that again so I can ring this little bell because it's fun. Okay. You can always make money. You cannot always make memories. <laughs> All right. Pete contributed the applause Yay. there. That was those hundreds of people in the studio that were mm-hmm. saying that about you. Big crowds. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can always make money but not always make memories. So, so many people get caught up in that whole thing their whole life that their job, the, the source of the income has to become first. And... That is a real pitfall for a lot of people. It really is because then they put aside those memories. They put aside, you know, it's always, oh, when I achieve this or when I get to this point or when this happens. And this is never, never comes or it comes really long. And you've missed so many years of maybe your children's childhood. And now they're adults and you never had those memories when they were kids because you were working seven days a week to get to whatever, you know, goal you had set. Um, I have a story of a husband and wife who had started a business and it was always you know we'll vacation when we retire and you know she died at 38 and they never made it wow and they were working seven days a week around the clock to build and it's a great business and it's million dollar business now but he doesn't have his wife with him to enjoy that wow and so that happens a lot to people we can't wait to make memories oh i I agree i need to make them now we need to i was talking to one of my nephews and i'm blessed to have a lot of nephews and and a wonderful niece and all that one of my nephews recently and this guy's busy a lot and he travels a lot and he travels around the world frankly and his little daughter was telling me guess what my daddy did for me so what did your daddy do well, he busted me out of school, and I didn't know he was going to do it. And then I'm listening, like, whoa, this is interesting. Then where, <laughs> where'd you go? Well, we went to, I think it was Universal or someplace like that, just daddy and daughter for a whole day. And she told me all these details about that, what, what, how special it was. Or her daddy, did he take your sister? No, he just took me. And, whoa, I mean... She'll never forget that no. he that daddy busted her out of school, took a full day with her alone. She'll never forget that. No, and that's that's what I'm we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those moments are such they're so precious. So valuable. Um, you know, I practice mommy son dates with my boys. Yes, and those you do. are my favorite yes. times. Yes, you do. Um with the with the boys one on one and it makes them feel valued because they are valued. And they won't forget those moments. No. My sister and I just having a conversation this week about Christmas and what are we going to do for Christmas? You know, I'm a planner and, um, yeah, this look, is June, right? Yes. It's uh, June I just wanted to know if you knew that this was yes, June. I am fully okay. aware. And we're, All right. and she's like, you know, our kids have everything they want. You know, we buy them gifts and in two months they're, they're done with it because the newness wore off. She's like, why don't we buy memory this year and forget the gifts? So we've decided we're going to make a family memory and go on vacation as a whole big family. Oh, wow. That is too cool. Instead of gifts. So no gifts. We're just going to do a memory. (laughs) 
Wow. You're really putting a lot of importance on memories. I am because they are important. They're the things why? that hold us why, through life. Why? Okay. Why are they so important? So I love that idea. I really do. I think that's great. And the memory I'm going to get this Christmas is another grandbaby. Oh, yeah. that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's going to be a really great memory. Uh, but but why are they so important, Doctor? Well, you know, when we have it, no one can take it away from us. True. You know, it, it, it strengthens those relationships that we're making those memories with. Right. You know, life is hard. You know, it's nice to have those good moments and, and times in our life. Right. You know, I've sat with... A lot of people when, you know, they're up in the years and sick and dying and on their deathbed. And, I you know, no one's ever said, I wish I worked more hours. It's I wish I spent more time <laughs> with, you know, my wife or the kids right. or took more vacations or, you know, those regrets. When we make memories, we're not going to have those regrets. We're living it and we're letting those people know we You know, love this them. is very important. Um, and I just because I've spent a lot of time in the last few months with different ones of my kids coming Mm -hmm. to visit all my kids just about and grandkids but it spent time last week in indiana with all of them and um just making those times those special times in the pool those times of of going out to eat or pizza in indiana this certain pizza pizza king pizza (laughs) is amazing and we all look forward to that i mean just those kinds of things And um, I'm like you. I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, you know, I worked 70 or 80 hours a week and I held five jobs. And boy, that was important because that isn't what it's important. No, it's you have to earn a living, obviously, unless you've won the lottery. You have to earn a living. So there's got to be a balance, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. How do you how do you do that, doctor, between the obligation of earning a living and the necessity of creating valid memories, good memories, not family fights where everybody knocks each other out. I'm talking about good, stable, emotional, physical, whatever memories. Good stuff. Well, it goes back to priority. Okay. It does go back to priorities. Yes, it does. And you know, you might be listening, oh, well, you don't know my budget. I can't afford to do those nice memories. You know what? Memories don't have to cost a lot. In fact, some of our best memories have been when we were the poorest in our lives and some of the creative things we've come up with to make those memories. And, you know, it's making, taking that time with the people we love and share life with and investing it back in them. Right. Remember our people are support our strength. It is investment back into those we love, isn't it? And we're strengthening them, and they're strengthening us, and we're becoming stronger when we make memories. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, And, and, you know, they say to you, like when you're selling a house as a realtor, and that was my commercial, by the way, that was earlier, (laughs) and my son cut that. He's talking, and that's... We did this four years ago because he said 23 years. I've been doing real estate now almost 27. But with all that said, uh, in real estate, they teach you, you want to really talk to people about how much are you, how much you're going to invest in this new home and not use the word, how much you're going to spend, Right. you know, how much is this going to set you back, sir? You know, it's not like that. It's that word investment is so important. Talk to me about that. Well, it is an investment because, you know, we are investing in our kids. We're investing in us. We're investing in our resilience and strength and letting our bodies, you know, not get overly extended. That's an investment. Yeah. And that means we're putting something in and it's of good use. Right. You know, it's not wasted ever. Right. It's not a waste. It's not, you know, misuse of funds kind of thing. Vacations are important. Those times, and it doesn't have to be a week long memory it can be a few hours of going you know to the starbucks like spencer can sit here and tell you all of our little runaways to starbucks and how he loved that when he was little and we could run away before school on fridays to the starbucks for hot cocoa and making s'mores in the back porch or just something silly like that um is really important yeah oh it's huge and so the value comes in the people that you're spending that right. memory with, or if it's a if it's a a time that's just you alone with nature or on the beach or or communing with God, whatever it is, all of these things are stuff that you're doing out of the norm, right? Yes. A lot of times, out of the busyness yes. and the craziness of the phone ringing or the emails buzzing or whatever, right? Yes, and we first of all are bodies and minds need that to kind of recover from our lives that we live so hard every day. Um, 
and the, the, those are the things that when life is tough, we have to hold on to mm-hmm. those good memories. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this is a tough time right now, but you know, we've been enjoying it and it, this is going to come and go and it's a season and it's going to pass and it gets us through. It does. You know, and we forge those relationships, which mean we have people to help us through those tough times. Right. Yeah. People we can depend on and people we have trust in. And those are important, you know, parts of our lives. A couple of weeks ago when I went to Indiana, two of my grandsons graduated from high school. And so we had these opportunities with different family members at different times during those five days to just sit around and chat. And so I like to, as the grandmother here, uh, come up with stories about like my grandson's dad or my grandson's mom or whatever, the kid I raised, you know, right. and funny things they did or how they got in trouble or how they broke some bone and how crazy it was or, you know, on and on and on. And it was funny. I remember sitting around, we were doing this one night and one of the grandsons says, oh yeah, I've heard this story. He said to his girlfriend, you'll love this story. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? How interesting, because I want to leave that legacy, you know, to my family that, yeah, these stories, these events that happened in our lives were really valuable and that I haven't forgotten them and I want to pass them down to the generations. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. And there you just can't even put a value on how important that is in our lives and how important that is to help us deal with our chronic stress and our overcommitments like that. You want to know what I can do right now? That's what you can do right now. It's a protective thing. And during that, I noticed as we were sitting around talking and doing all this, that it was a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. A lot of laughter. And and very little uh, seriousness. It was mm-hmm. silly. And remember when she did that? You know, and, sure. and, and all of that. And laughter's good for your body. Yes, it medically. is. It is. It and is. And it scripturally, is. it says laughter does good it for does your heart. It does so much for us. And it, it does. All the good positive stuff it releases, which helps us deal with stress. It's kind of the antidote to stress. And it so, is. you know, laughter and, you know, smiling and having a flood of good emotions is very help, you know, helps our body, you know, get rid of that negative toxic stuff. Yeah. And so it's kind of a purging for us. Oh, it is. And you know those stories are always fun. My kid, you know, my kids do the same thing. Tell me when I was a baby. Oh you know, yeah, they, they want to hear, hear all it. their fun, crazy stories, and um, that's a great time. You know, well, this and, time I actually took, as you know, I cleaned <laughs> out a big storage shed and I took of the back of my SUV clear full of stuff for my kids and grandkids. And I thought they would, and I told everybody, I'm taking stuff they don't want. But I was pleasantly surprised. My sister was with me, and after we would unload stuff for each family, you know, all the stuff I brought, we were driving away once, and my sister Karen said, oh, my gosh, they really loved seeing that stuff and having those items, you know, and it was kind of cool. Bibles, different things I Mm -hmm. gave them, you know, just old family, you know, albums of pictures and because it brings them to those happy thoughts. And, and it connects us all. Yeah, and connects, yes. It's the connectivity of it all, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. Because people are going to feel happier when they're connected and when they're plugged in, in a, in a family. We feel or happier, in, we are happier. Yeah, we are. And we can handle this our life a lot better when we're connected and plugged in. Wow, we could go on and talk we about really this forever because we are uh, we, we, we love to talk about this. But you know, for our listening audience, I want you to sum up in a minute. But for our listening audience out there, be proactive. Do mm-hmm. something different than you've done. Taking all that stuff to Indiana was like huge for me. It took me weeks and weeks to sort it and get it all each kid's stuff and all of that. But I am so glad I did. My neighbor said to me the other day. She pulled me aside and she goes, "Are you okay physically? Are you?" Are you sick? Are you ill? I said, why would you think that? I'm fine. And she goes, well, I saw you sorting everything and taking everything away. I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm just doing that so we can do it now uh. instead of 20 years from now or 30 years from now when I die. Now I, I want to do it now. So that's it. <laughs> but sum it up, doctor. Well, summing it up, you know, handling life is hard and stress happens. And, you know, a lot of us are goal setters and we are high achievers and we are committing ourselves to too much and we are not giving our bodies time to rejuvenate and re you know unplug and you know and letting it 
recycle for ourselves and, and we're going to pay the cost. So you can choose to do it or it's just going to happen to you. And if it right. happens, you don't get to choose what that looks like, which may be that cancer diagnosis or that massive stroke or heart attack or whatever. Um, so be proactive. Yeah. You know, there's value in there. And if you don't believe me, just Google this. Go to Mayo Clinic and Google chronic stress and you will find that there's so much research behind this. And don't let it take your life and right. change your life. You right. get you get to stay in control of it. Take that time. Have some fun. Play. Enjoy. Connect with your family and friends. Yes. Really connect. Yes. It's just little things that we do all the time. You know, taking that big vacation once a year is not going to help you rejuvenate as much as taking a few you know, a half hour every couple of days, you right. know? So it's that constant little things that That's we're good. doing, you know, and don't wait for the future to have that time. The f- you need to live for today, today, Boy. live in the moment. That's excellent. And, and realize that every memory that you make is, is going to be something that your, your, your grandchildren or your kids will remember. Yes. Especially if you're involved in it. Yes. I remember when grandma did this or Nana in my case or whatever (laughs) the case may be. Yes. Get involved. Get involved. Yes. Don't just sit and feel sorry for yourself. And I think Mm. a lot of people do. No. Think up creative things to do with your grandkids and your kids and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, prioritize you. Put you on your schedule. There you go. And I need to do that. I like that. No. Yeah. Put me on my schedule. I know. I'm just learning to put me on the schedule too. Yeah. You know, got to do it. We got to get out of here. Dr. Angel, you're amazing. And go back and listen to this show within a little while this evening. Tantalknetwork.com. Go to podcast and then go to Go Yard. This has been Dr. Angel. We never know who you are. So I I got to always ask you, right? Mm. And Mama Mac and Pete, the engineer. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? We're good. All right. All right. So another Go Yard show in the books. Almost four years now. Wow. Wow. All right. See you next Thursday night. Looking forward to it. This has been Mama Mac and Dr. Angel. See ya. Good night. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul. Song.